you. It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man. Really, two words of you just a shit sandwich. That right there is a lot of Um, all right, Chunky Glasses, the podcast this is episode number 46. We are back in the basement again with Andre. What's happening? Welcoming Adam to the podcast. Hey, Welcome, man. sir. How are you? Good. Good. All How right. you doing? Uh, Adam, uh, you were with previously in the music world, sort of. Briefly. Briefly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, drummer dabbled. for uh, Virginia Coalition. Yes, dabbled. So, uh, yeah. so we like to involve people who know what the fuck they're talking about. Well, then you better get somebody else. Uh, <laughs> 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 all right, then. Um, we're, we're going to forego the interview this week, yeah. um, uh, partially because we have at least one awesome album, um, but also because we don't have another one in the can. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we will be talking about a, finally getting around to a new album from Lydia Lovelace, who has we have been a big proponent of on the site in the past, and a new album from uh, War on Drugs, which I know, at least for Andre and I, probably the most anticipated release this year. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> First, though, yeah. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Neil Young. We all know him. We all love him. Uh, for a couple of years now, he has been uh, randomly popping up in news stories saying he's going to change the way we listen to digital music. That's true. Uh, that was revealed this week uh, on David Letterman and in a Kickstarter campaign. Uh, the product is called Pono. Uh, it is a whole system, like another player. Uh, and the idea behind it is that it is some compression on these files, uh, the digital files that you're going to be downloading, uh, that doesn't degrade the sound quality. And the goal is so you hear the music exactly uh, how the artist intended it. Okay. Now, as somebody who is a huge digital consumer, I, I don't like physical media that much anymore. I, I do like the vinyl, mm-hmm. um, but... Uh, most of my stuff is digital. Um, there's already a product on the market called Flack. It's mm-hmm. a file format. And it's been out for years. It's been out for years. Yeah. So, so I guess my question to you guys before we talk a little bit more about this would be like, do you think there's an actual use for another product? And, and like, what you think his goal? You think it's going to achieve anything? Yeah. I don't. I know enough about Neil Young to know that this isn't just kind of like a money making. Oh, absolutely no. For no, sure. no, sure. He's made enough loot. Um, yeah. So I imagine that it's it, it, the best you can say about it is that his heart is probably in the right place. Yeah. But I, mean, I have more questions than there are answers available about this thing. I mean, can you just put any MP3 into it? No, that's the thing. Okay. So, okay. so ultimately, what yeah. it is so is it's, it's a another, replacement. It's we a, all have to buy yeah. new things. Correct. There's a piece of hardware here. That's mm-hmm. It's thing. a piece of hardware, and it's yeah. all new files. So, and we, like, so we have to buy new 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 music. And basically. now, theoretically, yeah. um, and and I hope this isn't like getting too far into like the technical side of mm-hmm. stuff for people. If if a codec is released, 
that you could say uh, iTunes allows it. Mm-hmm. Um, any player or stuff. Like, f- your files are able to play because of a piece of software called Codec. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's written for, like, MP3, AUG, uh, FLAC, obviously. FLAC, which is lossless. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sort of the trading community has traded in that for yeah. years. Sure. That oh, decade, yeah. at least. Oh, at least. Yeah. More um, than that, yeah. And so... If the codec is released into the wild and people can use it, there's a possibility. Okay. But the idea is is that, as I understand it right now, this has to come from the artist in this format. Which at that point, like you said, you're gonna you, you would have to rebuy all these things in uh, this new format. You know, I, I can okay. imagine there are some areas where where <laughs> this would be the greatest thing in the world. Well, Siri just doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Siri's like, fuck, Bono, or whatever. Um, um, Like, I can imagine uh, this this being used in, you know, for for classical music or jazz or something. Yeah. Um, But another question is: is can you can you uh, retrofit stuff? Oh, like, or does no, this have to be songs like the that thing? were c- recorded in a digital? Right. Could like, I go back and put, put Ron yeah. Hendrix through this? Yeah, yeah. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and but another question I have is like, I think a lot of artists these days kind of rely on that sound degradation. Do we really need to see like hear like a really pure version? Now, when of, you say rely on it, what do you? It's part about? of their sound. I think yeah. it's part of their sound. That kind of like sure. that that Pro Tools uh, just. Making everything immaculate, yeah. and every note is in place, and everything is beat doctored. It's the digital version of the analog, right? Yeah. I can't yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can, yeah. we, can we really think that that's going to make that this is going to make say like Shakira sound better? Right? Do you know what I mean? And, and I don't. I'm not. I'm not just pissing on Shakira. No, 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 yeah. no, no. no. Um, but but and I, and I'm sure that like uh, Neil Young is not referring to Shakira in any sense of the word. Right. I mean, we know like more than likely he's talking about like his records. Mm-hmm. Um, older records that have been like that he might have played on, or like Crosby, like older stuff that like when mastering to vinyl was an actual skill. Sure, yeah, um, a skill that has been lost, I think, by most producers. I think. This doesn't sound like something for casual music listeners. No, no, no. no. Like I, I doubt it's I doubt it's something that they'd sell at Best Buy. You would probably have to go to like yeah, a, right, right. Well, yeah. a, a four hundred dollar price tag for the, just the device alone. Right. Yeah, it's not like. Yeah. You know, right now, um, I mean, we all have smartphones, so like everything. I mean, we subscribe to RDO, sure, sure, and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a mobile um, for stuff on the go. It is uh, that's just the solution, right? I don't yeah. need uh, the super high fidelity stuff for stuff I'm going to be like pumping through like my work speakers, right, exactly. Um, you know, so maybe if this comes as a device, um, Lauren, uh, God, what is the uh, the big in-home Sonos. Mm-hmm. Maybe if it comes like that, sort of a brick that you plug into to the Sonos system, and it's just a Pono player plays that. Um, I could see that. I did read in an interview that that Neil Young was sort of, aside from lamenting the sound, like the degradation in sound, he was also lamenting like the lack of, you know, walking into a store and walking out with a kick-ass set of big old speakers. Mm-hmm. You know, and having oh, that, having yeah. your music room and yeah. stuff. Like my brother-in-law has this barn, uh-huh. and uh, he has 
he got he has these like uh, speakers that like he jacked from the Hungarian embassy in like yeah. 19, <laughs> like nineteen seventy eight. No, but they're these they're these the, yeah. these killer speakers, yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. You know, and he, they yeah. just sound amazing. Yeah, you know, dude, the magnets in here were mined yeah. from the you know, the mines of Moria. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah. yeah, just these amazing speakers, and and I get what he's talking about. You go back into that barn, and you know, you have a couple. Have a couple belts of scotch and you, you yeah, yeah. put you something on up. and you turn you it on and you're it like, up. oh, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. the greatest goddamn thing yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but <laughs> uh, and I do kind of miss that, you know. But yeah. I'm just wondering if there are enough audiophiles out there to to make this a thing, you right. know. And, yeah. and there's already a product. I mean, it, it's called vinyl. Right. It's out there. Sure. You can go get a Macintosh amp. And you can get like a kick-ass yeah. turntable mm-hmm. and speakers Big like your speaker, brother yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and put it together, and it, that's that's where you get your sound. Yeah. I mean, there's I I personally don't feel like there's any um, as expensive as the product is. I don't think there's any cheap way to do this. Yeah, and I think and, and it's admirable. And I don't I don't think he's trying to make money. I don't think there's anything cynical in this. No, not at all. I think his intentions, not at are, all. His intentions are very pure. Are golden, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, oh, but, but um, I think it's too late and I think it's just a little misguided mm. sort of tied into the too late thing. Had this happened back 10 years ago yeah, yeah. when, you know, tape traders were trading flax because, mm-hmm. you know, you tape a live show and it is, which is ridiculous. Like there's hilarious points to that as well. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, you got shitty mics. Oh, God, and then, no, no, no. There, yeah, there, yeah. like, there's yeah. like, you know, audio of, of me playing somewhere. Right. Like, ah, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, but it's 24. <laughs> it's 24-bit flack. Exactly. So the sound yeah. <laughs> is very integrous. No, but yeah, yeah, but then, then it's so yeah. You know, I, but I think that being the case, um, yeah, I, I think this is going to come and go. It's just a little blip. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch. It'll be interesting to see who buys into it. But yeah. I can't like. Dude, I got 500 gigs of music. I'm not buying anymore. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've I've done. You know, I've been I've been engaging in an old man piracy. Like I call it geezer piracy. Yeah, yeah. And that's where you go to the library. <laughs> oh, yeah. You yeah, check yeah, out yeah. check out all check the out CDs. CDs and burn them. <laughs> that's how you, that's how you used to do it. Man. Upload them into iTunes. Yeah. That's yeah. That's Matlock piracy, man. Social security yeah. piracy. I've been doing uh, that. The government hasn't got a lock on that <laughs> yeah, yet. Wow. Well, yeah. no, the libraries are that. too. The libraries are like, yeah, these, these CDs yeah. are just taking up shelf space. Man. Exactly. Oh, We're yeah. We're getting rid of them. So. At this point. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. But Arlington County had no limit on the amount of CDs you could oh, check just out. Check so I'd just check them all out. I'd walk in there, <laughs> yeah. like, a, I'd walk in there like a... CD a, wallet? Yeah. No, I'd walk yeah. in there with like a burlap sack. Yeah, yeah. Like I was Santa Claus, you know? <laughs> I'm going home and burning all these. Yeah. And I'd come back two days later, and they're like, yeah, you really had time to yeah, listen to, to all listen that. to listen to all those. Yeah, that's hilarious. I was like, what? What's the problem? Yeah, yeah. It's a library. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so instead, well, of, pon- can, instead of Pono, visit your local library. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Maybe. Rip your wave files, yeah. and it'll sound exactly, exactly. like that. Maybe you'll be able to go to the library someday and listen, check out Pono files. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But I, I kind of I'm, – I'm with you, man. I, yeah. I, think, I think this is a noble effort, too late, and um, yeah. there might be like a little sub-market for audio, you know, audio files. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, just, I just don't I – don't, I don't see this taking off, yeah. you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't see people kind of stepping to the side and saying, "Oh, I'm also going to buy the Pono file in addition to right." You know, unless it's like you now, like when you buy a vinyl record and it comes with the little slip of with the MP3 that's download. It's the like the only it, way I think it could take off, and that's I actually, feel like that's where it would be successful. Yeah. Where it's like you buy the vinyl record and it also comes with the Pono file. Well, also, download, man, I think you know? people are uh, people are just wary of buying yet another format. Mm-hmm. Did you know this? Like on Big Black's um, 
album, eight, the the poor man's eight track tape, mm-hmm. uh, which was the CD that they put out. Yeah. And uh, what was it? It was like, uh, don't worry about it's. Right, this is right in the li- the liner yeah. notes. It says, don't worry about their longevity, as Phillips will pronounce them obsolete when the next phase of the market squeezing technology bonanza begins. Yeah. Or yeah. when in five years this remarkable achievement in the advancement of fidelity is obsolete and unplayable on any modern equipment. Remember, in 1971, the eight-track tape was state of the art. Yeah, you know, it was. And that's true. Pe- that, that's yeah. good. there's like a huge element of that. People are just like, God damn it, do I have to buy the Beatles again? Yeah. I bought the records. <laughs> I bought the tapes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I bought, bought the I records bought the again. Yeah. I had to yeah, sit exactly. around and wait. No, I, just, I got them in 180 gram vinyl. You know, I got I them in 250 gram. Had vinyl. to sit yeah. around and wait for iTunes, like for Apple to let iTunes have yeah. them. Yeah. You yeah. know, and now yeah. I have them again, and it's like, God damn, fellas, can yeah. we just settle on something? <laughs> can we just settle on something? I mean, yeah. how much better can you possibly make it sound? Sure, you know? sure. There's, there's, it, we're, it's like getting to the point of diminishing returns, particularly yeah. when it comes to opening up <clears> the <throat> wallet. It but is. I think like anything, there's always a sub-market. Right. There's always a market of people that are interested in this sort of thing, and that's what they want, and they're going to drive towards that, you know? Yeah. Right. And, and and I'll be like upfront because I'm always upfront about this. It don't matter like how, how uh, fidelis it sounds. Mm-hmm. If your material is shit, it's yeah, shit. it doesn't yeah. really so, matter. If you're, uh, going forward, and a lot of stuff coming out to lately. It a pair of Star Wars headphones <laughs> yeah. that I bought for nine dollars. Like, wow, so, man, this, yeah. make, this this new system makes some forty one yeah. sound awesome. Like yeah, sleigh yeah. bells is still <laughs> yeah. going to sound like yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. I exactly. think the key thing that it always comes back dirty to is like, just goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't gonna go there. Nah, but dirty, I salute you, God, sir. Nah, dirty dirty projectors. They sound like. Uh, Fucking Bobby McFerrin's interns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, they do, man. You know they're on the podcast next week. Really? No. no. <laughs> no I'll, I'll, I'll not be here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so I think that's <laughs> enough about Pona. You get the picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look it up. We'll, we'll put it good up. A for a for effort, Neil. Yeah. A yeah, for yeah, effort. Yeah, Neil. We'll, we'll Your put some in links. the right place. There's a ton of people that are behind him. You know. Yeah. I mean, tons of artists. So, I mean, it's good. it's getting a lot of press. So a lot right. of people are talking about it. Right. So now let's uh, talk a little bit about Lydia Lovelace's new album, Somewhere Else. Okay. I think, and she came out and played like for an hour, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, I right, so sure that, as fuck couldn't do that. That is, <laughs> yeah. that is the uh, first single. Uh, what? Damn it! What is the single? Uh, oh, to love somebody off of Lydia Lovelace's third album. Don't believe what the press is telling you. Third album, boy, it's crazy. Third. boy no, crazy. No, no, that was an EP. Um, her she first was. album was the Only Man, which she, well, we're going to talk about. Okay, uh, but this is her third album. Okay. Um, and that is off her latest album, uh, Somewhere Else. Liddy Lovelace, a Columbus, Ohio native, uh, comes from sort of a musical family, uh, and then sort of broke free in, I believe it was 2010. Let me yeah, check real quick. She's pretty young, right? Yeah. She is now, 
22, I think. Um, 2010 was the only man. Uh, 2011 was where I think she gained, like, got a lot of attention and deservedly so. She put out an album called Indestructible Machine, which, uh, especially considering what was going on that year, was sort of a shot in the arm. It got the, yeah. got the attention of, like, Greg Cott, the Chicago Tribune. Got um, a lot of attention. Got a lot, a lot of, of attention. Not from major publications, though, which I keep saying that because we're going to get into this album. Mm-hmm. That's a, a thing about this. Yeah. Um, that album was uh, infused with uh, just it, it was lightning in a bottle. It's there's an energy that you can't um, I, you can't really like replicate. Mm-hmm. Um, her voice, uh, like you were saying, Adam, is is phenomenal uh, on that. Like her voice, I think paired with. Uh, phenomenal songwriting like and you know it was there's an angst in there and there's there's a punk energy that paired like pretty perfectly with that that was what i thought about indestructible that's one thing i loved about indestructible machine i was like thank thank god you can hear the band being a little sloppy too right oh, right 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so it had a little well, they, yeah, rough you, edges yeah to exactly it. I mean, god bless the rough yeah, edges man yeah, yeah. they're just nowhere to be seen <laughs> well, we were actually in country music in, oh in country music yeah. well, we we're actually talking music, to the guys yeah. at bloodshot about that which is a record label now mm-hmm. um and they, they literally knocked it out in three days in the studio. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah, and it sounds yeah. like it, and it sounds sure. amazing. It's the kind of, sure. I imagine if they if they really like worried over this and that, it probably wouldn't have sounded nearly as, right. as good. Yeah. Or it might sound like the new album. Oh, so, okay, yeah. <laughs> that's, see, that's that, – so, I'll, I'll, so I'll tell you what. Some of the edges were polished on this one, you I'll, think? It, yeah. But I was, I, was, I was saying it could have been worse. Okay. I was I was yeah. scared. I was actually scared, a little bit scared before I I, I put on the new one because mm-hmm. I listened to Indestructible Machine. I was I was just like, oh, hell yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. more of this, please. You know, like yeah, it, dude, like it's... you know, there's up tempo, like kind of rockabilly shuffle happening, and yeah. the drummer's like a little off, and yeah, everybody's yeah. moving. But it sounds like it sounds like you're you're hearing it in like a bar in Columbus. It okay, just sounds yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I was afraid, and like you know, I was looking into the album, and it's like it's getting good press, and people are saying this is amazing. Check this album out. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, now, you know, she's probably feeling the pressure and probably, like, the guys in the band are feeling the pressure and the record label is feeling the pressure. So I was afraid it was going to be super polished. And instead what it is is it's it's polished, but it doesn't. It doesn't completely kill what makes L- Lydia and the band mm-hmm. good. No. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's, yeah. Not, it's not polished. It doesn't to the point totally of, drown It's that, not Nashville. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it's not, not yet. It's, but it's not, not yet. The, the EP had a lot of auditory. You know, Paul, who isn't here today, but him and I are, like, huge fans of this record and mm-hmm. this artist. And, and we both heard, like, Boy Crazy, which is sort of the transition. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and really, actually, I think that was meant to be, like, the introduction to the larger people, mm-hmm. press, or what have you. Um that had, like I said, an autotune on it. It was slick. It was, and and the songs didn't have a lot of uh, depth to them. Right. I think a lot of that carries over to this. I think um, the first song, uh, "Really Want to See You," which we're going to actually hear in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. I think that calls back to stuff on "Indestructible Machine." But going forward to the album, if you look at like a song like "Wine Lips," right, uh, stuff like that. I mean, it's somebody. Maybe her. I don't know. But saying, like, you need to sound like Lucinda Williams. Oh, okay. My main problem, I think, the, uh, one one weakness I think there is there's a tendency on this record to really rely on the mid-tempo songs. Mm-hmm. There's oh, not, yeah. Their speed not, is, like, sad or yeah, more it's sad. Either, it's either sad or it's, it's either sad or it's, it's like, m- just kind of mid-tempo. Bap, doom, doom, bap, 
but, rather than the right, kind of right, the, the rockers just dead center yeah. and there's nothing like on indestructible machine there were all these songs that were like really up tempo and swinging and just kicking ass yeah and there aren't any here yeah. you know and uh everything they aren't bad songs and you can still hear that she's got an amazing voice but the band feels the produce it feels like whoever was producing this was like kind of Making that band really focus on that mm-hmm. click track, oh, yeah. like okay, yeah. really focus yeah. on that yeah. click yeah. track. Yeah, it, it feels rather like, than just getting out. Rather there than and just make it happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it um, it, it feels like it was time song, for an okay. album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe the songs weren't quite done. I mean, if you want a sad song, you go to like the the closing track in Indestructible Machine, Crazy, yeah, which is one of the better songs. Like I, I would put up written in the past decade. I mean, it's a great mm, fucking totally, song, totally. And there's stuff that emulates that. But there's nothing that comes even close to that, Mm-mm. and I hate. I, I normally don't like to like go so far, like compare the new album to the old album so much. But it's such a stark difference because so when she's touring for Indestructible Machine, she couldn't sell at the back room with the Black Cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she played this summer at uh, Hill Country Barbecue, and nobody showed up. No shit. And next thing you know, for this, she's got like a, a four page article in Spin. Like she's being featured on NPR, and, and the NPR people are like yeah. tweeting out about like I had to like smash into it, and it, the show because it's so packed. It's like you could have just come seen her for free by your. Uh, you know what? Probably ha- I bet I bet the guys at Bloodshot probably hired a PR. I'm guy. sure they did. No, yeah. they yeah. did. They and did. that's fine. I don't. You know, yeah. that's what yeah. you need to do. That is what you yeah. need to do. And they probably went to NPR and like they like they probably mm-hmm. did with Casey Musgroves, and they probably said like you know she's uh, she's. Uh, it's interesting Na- you bring that up. Nashville, yeah. Nashville without be- she's country without being Nashville. So uh, she's okay, kind of being yeah. real, uh, which not- is kind of because because let's I mean, a thing let's, that's happening now where it's I think let's be honest, yeah. man. Country, there's no danger in country music. No, absolutely yeah. not. Like yeah. country music, like the, like the only danger in country music these days is coming from women. You know, it's coming mm-hmm. from Casey Musgraves. Mm-hmm. It's coming from from uh, who's, who's the girl who did uh, Thirteen Stories. Um, uh, not Brandy Carlisle. Brand, Brandy Clark. Brandy Clark. Brandy yes, Clark. It's yeah. coming from them, and all the guys are just like, you know, I'm going to get in my truck and bring <laughs> yeah, up exactly, yeah, yeah. drive <laughs> on down to the <laughs> lake. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's like country Maybe music, and now they're these, fireworks. yeah, they're these little yeah. fucking, these, these just, they're just these like fucking musical Norman Rockwell paintings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they don't, they, there's no, there's well, it's so stereotypical uh, almost now of yeah, just like, this and is, like, goddamn, and like, and then you hear something like Casey Musgraves or, yeah. or, um, mm-hmm. Brandy Clark or, sure. you know, Lydia, right, or Lydia Lovelace. And they're they're singing like real shit. But the thing is, like, so on Indestructible Machine, I think if you would plug that into what's going on now, Mm -hmm. like, it's interesting because I I get a lot of shit for liking that Casey Musgraves album. That's a great record. Look, man, I grew up in the South. Merry Go Round is the meanest fucking song, but it's so true. Yeah. Like, that's what the South is. And I want, that's that's what I would like to hear. I would like to hear that rather than like, you know, well, you know, her daddy caught me kissing her, and now he's cleaning his gun. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck that. Tell right. me, tell me about who you are. Tell me about yeah. where you live. I so want to know if, about you know it's, you. It's not, it's not a competition. It was, uh, but it is like if the PR team is is trying to put her on their playing field, right? Like, mm. there's got to be like better songs. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, and that, and I think that's what they're trying to do, and I think that's why the album is very uh, one note. You know, in, in the sad thing, yeah, uh, very. Um, it, it doesn't take many risks at all lyrically. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, there's there, there's pop hits, right? 
Like they don't connect, and and the and in indestructible machine connected. Yeah, oh, and this okay. one doesn't. It, you know, you know what it feels like. It feels like a. I could tell like her her heart was not in the cover that they did that uh, they don't know about us. Well, that's that's the other thing. No, it feels like it feels. I like, think it is because really? when I saw her play it live, like she that was the most fun she had. I think her heart's not in the rest of the songs. Like, oh, I got you. And that's and honestly, like if she ever hears this, like that, she'd be like, "Fuck you, man!" But like that's just what it sounds like. Whereas before it sounded like this is my life, I'm pouring it out on the page. Yeah. Now you have a bunch of like press telling you how much she's pouring it out. But the problem when the press gets behind you like this is that like people eventually hear the record, right? And they can decide yeah. for themselves. And you're yeah. gonna get that like hit of of like yeah, you're right, yeah. And then but like I hear it, and I don't hear any like emotional connection to the music by the people that are making it. I just it's polished. I'm, I'm pleased that it wasn't polished mm-hmm. way more. Yeah. yeah, I'm pleased it wasn't polished to Nashville standards. Because um, if it was polished to Nashville standards, then it would have been just. It would have been. It's, it's like a little she more. She would have been allowed like to say a, cocaine. Yeah. yeah. She, she, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know, it sounds like it's more in like the Nico case realm now. Yeah. Like when I heard that song, like yeah. if I heard that song and I met that, that was my first reaction. It's like, oh, it's kind of in like the Nico case realm now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Where before it was like, yeah, like, uh, and Nico Case was a little grittier too when she first started, and she's yeah, kind of yeah. moved to the, that more polished sound. And mm-hmm. you know, it's it's, you know, that's just that's a natural thing I think for most people. I just don't. The problem is, is Lydia, Lydia Loveless shouldn't be polished. No, you it know. She, I mean, I understand every every artist like has to evolve. Absolutely. I think sure. I, I think polishing and hyper production and and making the band a slave to a click track. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just doesn't it loses some of the energy. It doesn't do her yeah. any justice. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't help her. It doesn't help represent what she is. Right. And she's she's this you know little twenty three year old chick from Ohio. Yeah. You know with a fucking amazing voice. You know, yeah. and she 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 has a, a kick ass band. The, the band that they aren't they aren't like that good. They aren't like Nashville guys. Right. They probably yeah. can't. They probably well, can't well, sight read. The bass players are you know? yeah. yeah. They yeah. probably <laughs> they probably can't sight read. But they that's what makes them good. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's what makes them good. God forbid, like you know, they, they start bringing in new guys who uh, really know okay, what they're yeah. doing. Well, they know? they already did because the drummer was her dad. Uh, oh, okay. their old drummer they, was the dad. Yeah. Oh, I can understand so, him so wanting they, to get rid of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, they could have they, they could have gotten somebody else. They could have like gotten somebody uh, from like playing for the local yeah. rockabilly band or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. skull like skull ring yeah. guy. Yeah. They could have gotten Go him to come this. in and play yeah. play drums on that shit. Yeah. Let's hear the song uh where she's talking about cocaine. Uh, yeah. not to challenge Casey Musgrave's song about smoking a joint. Right. Uh let's hear uh really wanna see. Gotcha.
All right, so that is uh, that was uh, really want to see you, uh, Lydia Lovelace. Uh, I think that's the one song that even that, that, that maybe connects the two albums. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a uh, a bright point on not to sound like I'm like shitting on the album. Sure. Uh, of of what I consider like overall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what she does going forward. She's opening for the old 97s. Okay. At the oh, 930 okay. Club. Um, still not getting yeah. into DC. Like the one DC show she had uh, at DC Nine, she canceled. Um, so she has not come back since the uh, show at uh, Hill Hill Country Barbecue. Okay, I'd be bitter okay. too, man. Yeah, I'd be bitter too. I'd yeah, like, she I'd said. Well, like, no, I'd be like, fuck. She that said time. she was sick, but like, I'm sure there was a lot of like, you know, nobody's buying tickets. Seriously, mm-hmm. seriously. And I'm... and you know, a lot of people will say that's shitty. No, fuck that. If you're a touring musician, that's your job, and you're on that level, it's small. Like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You'd be like, hey, fuck, yeah, five of you bought a, a ticket. No, but aside from yeah, that, it's like, not... okay, five of you bought a ticket. I, I just, I, you know, I paid, like, we had to pay the gas money to get here from, what, probably, like, Philly or maybe Wilmington. They were coming from New York. From yeah. New York. Oh, okay, So yeah. all the way to come and down play 95 DC 9, yeah. through, through the debacle traffic jam in Delaware yep. to get here for five people, you know, and, like... Is it's probably she's probably thinking it wouldn't even financially be worth it. Yeah, you know? I, I'm sure that played in the decision. I yeah. mean, like Might if she can't if she can't get five people at Hill Country Barbecue, yeah, then why why the hell would she come back? You know, yeah. unless she's got financial backing, and she probably does. But the financial backers are probably looking at the books and saying, five people last time. Now, nah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. just go home. No, we got a better yeah. crowd in Chapel Hill. Let's go there. Yeah, yeah that's you know? yeah, exactly. exactly. You know? Yeah, All right, so so let's. Uh, so, what are you feeling about this, Adam? I would stream it. I, I you know, no, I'm gonna. I would buy a few of these songs off of iTunes, okay. in support because I think she's valuable. She didn't hit it out of the park this time, mm-hmm. um, but I think what she's doing in terms of the country music, uh, yeah, genre, she's hanging a set of balls on it, yeah, which yeah. which it which is desperately needed. Yeah, yeah. Ironic that. The people hanging balls on country music are women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, but they're the only ones doing it. Man, got to do it, you know. And and so I I I'd like to think that maybe next time she'll uh, she'll kind of get back to what she's good at, which is laying off the click track, laying off the Pro Tools. Yeah, uh, just letting it go. Yeah, and just and just like just, a few less mid tempo songs mm-hmm. uh, and a few more up tempo things, and and uh, yeah. her voice. Isn't a problem. Her voice is always going to be fine. Yeah. She just needs to find better vehicles for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I will, I will buy a, buy a few tracks off that album uh, out of support, and I will stream the rest. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's good to support artists yeah. that you you. I, I believe. Think, in I think her. you believe. I believe in, in, in what her. she's trying right. to do. Yeah. That's right. the key right. thing I think here, which is kind of a separate. I thing believe from, in her. I'm not. I'm not yeah. like Stalin about music. Yeah, and it's like what, your fails. Yeah, yeah. Go away. That's my job. Yeah. Andre, yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm going to stream it as well. Yeah, you know, right. but uh, you know, like I say, I, su- I would support an artist that has the sort of viewpoint on, on music as well. And for second or third album, you know, yeah, it's still very early. Yeah, don't let she's anybody fool you. It's her third yeah. album. Yeah, but she's 23. 23 man. years old. Yeah, I mean, she's there's, 23. there's a long road here, and, and that's like, going to be really interesting somewhere, to watch. Somewhere out there yeah. is probably some music that I played on when I was 23, and I yeah. would throw myself off the damn 
Washington Monument. Yeah, 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 exactly. So you know, long career. Yeah, yeah definitely a person to keep in touch with. And long, pay long career to. arc. Yeah. on her. So I'm willing yeah. to give her the benefit of the doubt. I, I I'm gonna say stream this album, uh, but on the condition that you go out and absolutely 100 percent buy Indestructible Machine. Totally, that yeah. is an I album think that you need to buy. We've we've, we've done giveaways for it. And people, okay. we gave it. They, yeah. they gave them a download code, and they were like, "What the fuck? This is amazing!" Like, yeah. Buy this. Yeah. Buy indestructible machine. Listen to this. Support her if she comes. Uh, if she comes solo, please, her. please somebody in DC book her. Yeah. Like in a room that, and then sell tickets for it. Like right. promote it. Um, but yeah, like so. Dante, Jesus. Come on, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, put her up. All right. So next up, uh, Philadelphia's War on Drugs has a new album out. And I think Andre and I probably have an excite. Yeah. <laughs> So Andre, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was the first wow. single. Uh, a yeah. little intro there. You heard uh, "Red Eyes" back from uh, the bassoon solo yeah. from the uh, from the third War on Drugs album entitled "Lost in the Dream." Uh, for those that who, it is, for those who don't know, uh, War on Drugs is essentially uh, singer songwriter Andrew Grandusiel. Uh He is a friend of Kurt Vile, yeah. And so the sound is somewhat similar. Uh, Kurt Vile was a member of War on Drugs, and then Kurt yeah. Vile uh, broke out, and then Andrew was a member of the Violators. Yep, uh, they are still collaborator- collaborators to this day. Uh, yeah. Lest you think that they hate each other, they don't. There's, okay. there's no bad blood. Um, last year or two years ago, uh, Slave Ambient, or Ambient, if you will, in 2012. <laughs> uh, Came out and it, it was a sort of a slow build um, to getting yeah. a lot of recognition. I know it's one of the few bands now that I have and did travel for. Yeah, Andre, yeah. you and I like saw them 
uh, went on sort of an epic road trip where they yeah. just chronicled somewhere on well, the site. Holy, <laughs> I think we ran into them in the, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. the so, parking lot of yeah. a bagel shop after the show. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but that album was a slow burner Yeah, in the sense of... Uh, you know, it was just kind of put out there, and then you know it slowly kind of started gaining, you know, kind of interest and recognition, and even from uh, even from myself and even people that I knew. So, um, which is kind of I think uh, good for them because it kind of slow burned across the last two years, mm-hmm. and now this is coming out. Yeah, you know, and so I hope that's a good thing for them. I I, I do too because now, uh, much like Lydia Lovelace, they have the massive press machine behind them. Mm. Um, for an album that I personally uh, think deserves like, yeah. any of the uh, hyperbole you get, yeah. uh, but Adam, like you, I don't know, were you new to War on Drugs? Yeah, I had, I had heard of them floating around in the ether, but I, I yeah. never, I never actually sat down to listen to them. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to tell you, man, it's, it's, I didn't, I don't find this music offensive. You know, it's, it's fine, right, right, right. yeah, but. Um, I, I find, like, it has a lot of, I think these are moods more than they are songs, you know? Sure. On or, this album, too? Yeah. I yeah. hear a lot of buildup. Yeah. Like, that first track is eight minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. Not a chorus in sight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, that takes, you either, you so, so yeah. in terms of how you're going to, there are only two ways to listen to this. You either have to really pay attention. Mm-hmm. Or you just kind of—it's like the kind of thing that you put on when you have to work on a spreadsheet for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I like do, not, not you know, mean. you just sort of like, yeah, yeah it'll be fine. Yeah. I'll just put yeah. this on, and the hour yeah. will be by before I know it, and then the Jenkins report will be done. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. it's uh, there's no there's no hard and fast rule in music sure, about anything. Sure. There's no rule that says you have to have a chorus. Right. Um, but to me, it's like a lot of mood and a lot of buildup, and and you kind of have to work at it to pay attention to it mm-hmm. sometimes yeah you know? and it's interesting uh you know, now that you say that because thinking about the last i went back and listened to the last album slave ambient as mm-hmm. well uh, which is even i don't even i might even say it's even more so that sense right well it is and that's I, why i was sort of like yeah, yeah, that, on this album you think and that's yeah. why i was thinking but, you know when you and you said that and it's like okay because my reaction on this album was like oh wow it's good to see him kind of going Still moody, right? Agree, completely agree. Mm-hmm. But actually, sort of developing on some songs a little bit more of a structure of like, okay, there is mm-hmm. a kind of a chorus and there is a build up to yeah. something. The, the key but there, it's maybe still not. It's still you're, yeah. The key yeah. there is kind of. <laughs> There's still of. kind yeah, of a chorus. Yeah. <laughs> There's still kind of maybe a verse here. I don't exactly, know. Exactly. Yeah. We're 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 just sort of meandering along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The transitions and, between those components and if of that's, a you know, song and yeah, it, are not as you know from distinct, what, I guess, as maybe other types of music or other, or other artists. From what it yeah. sounds like, from what it sounds like, you guys are telling me, it sounds like this is that's completely what this guy is going for. Then cool. Somewhat. Then cool. Somewhat. I think. I, yeah. I, I think you know? on on this album, what, what stood out for me, like the initial listen, was. Um, like if you said what you were saying about Slave Ambient, mm-hmm. I'd be like, "That's that's so spot on." I think that's and, what he was going for it, on that one. It, yeah, and it coasts through until you hit a song called "Baby Missiles," and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like his vocals are up in the mix, right? Mm-hmm. And for this, like I felt like he stepped outside of that and put songs like up. Mm-hmm. There is um, 
And, and again, I've been overly excited about this album. Like, right. I, I've yeah. probably listened yeah. to it sixty times since I got it. But um, like, if you get to a song like uh, "Eyes to the Wind," uh, mm-hmm. you know that would not exist in in anything he's done, and that is straight. Honestly, a straight up Bob Seger. Yeah, like yeah. he's That's, into the wind. Yeah, yeah like yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. that pantheon of songs. That's what I was. That particular song yeah, I was thinking yeah. of in general because it's it's. That's what we were talking about earlier. There, yeah. there are eighties influences, but not sure. like. Not like when you when you bring an '80s tribute band to the State Theater and they're no, doing yeah, Men yeah. Without Hats. Yeah, yeah. Not that kind of '80s, but like but like Dire Straits '80s. Yeah, yeah. And, you know? and we're gonna have to figure out which song to hear. It's between that and Burning, but like Burning is is a straight ripoff of uh, of Dancing in the Dark. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Oh, okay, no. You know what that you know what that song reminded me of? Do you guys um, Burning specifically? Yeah. Do you guys remember that that movie where like? Um, like Matthew Modine had to be like the best high school wrestler in like East Butthole oh, County. Okay, yeah. Uh, Vision Quest. Yeah, Vision, yeah. It sounded, yeah. That, that song sounded like like it belonged like in Vision Quest when Matthew Modine oh, is like so, so is like getting ready for the big match and running. You know, it so, sounded, so, yeah. so let's go off from that, and I think that's that's actually. I mean, yeah. there's a lot in this album. This is because yeah, there is, is a much, lot of eighties. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's weird eighties, not weird eighties, but it's 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 eighties. It's eighties that, that not no one, a lot of people heard. Like Soundtrack if, if we were to, okay. If we, were, yeah. if we were to turn on, if we were to turn on the '80s channel on, say, Sirius, it would be like Men Without Hats, and yeah, it would be Depeche and Mode and, and yeah. Devo, which fine, yeah, yeah. hey, fine, you know. But but there were also all this. There's also all this other '80s stuff. There's like Jackson Brown in the '80s. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's yeah. like Don Henley in the '80s. Yeah, you know, there's like, building yeah, the perfect yeah. beast, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did hear a lot of, of Don Henley. Yeah. That's the '80s. I think the, that's the yeah. '80s vein. This guy is mining, sure, sure. which is fine because no one's ever done that before. Right. Yeah. If right. you're gonna if you're gonna pick some influences from the '80s, that's an influence. That's like an interesting place to go. Yeah. You know, because it's like, you know, oh, great. This guy's doing like a human league kind of thing. Well, yeah. I think it makes <laughs> sense. No, he's not doing that. That's I, not no, what he's no, doing. No, I think no, it makes no, sense, no. too, because he, yeah. I mean, he's our age. I mean, he's like yeah. there have been the two high profile articles written about this. Uh, one was by Stephen Hyden from Grantland mm-hmm. um, and made it a point to say, like, the, you know, these are guys in their 40s right. like making yeah. music. And like, I know if I'm going to go back and make music, like, I'm probably going to reference that. Consciously or not, totally. sure, sure, yeah. You know, because like the Pretty in Pink soundtrack, which had a lot of that shit like on there, mm-hmm. like that's just a marker in where I can go to right. stuff. Uh, and and so yeah, for for referencing these weird eighties uh, stuff, though, I th- I think the the thing about that music in the eighties, though, and this album, I think that there, there was sort of. Uh, uh, a triumphantness to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Matthew Modine running right, right, down the road. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Getting ready for the yeah. big wrestling match. That's what it's like. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why, that's like, why yeah, I kick ass, Matthew Modine. That's why I started off like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like exactly. a B class yeah. sports movie. It's yeah. like, it's not even Hoosiers. <laughs> no, it wasn't Hoosiers. <laughs> no, no. I never really got, I never, I don't, I don't know. I didn't want to see a movie about high school wrestling. Yeah. But, no. yeah. Hollywood made it. So. I think yeah. it had boobs. So you did. I think we all did. Yeah. Who's the woman in that? I don't know. But the thing about it's it's interesting that you reference one of the refer- main reference points is soundtracks to films because mm-hmm. the function of that music in general is to create a mood. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like you want to elicit a mood. Yeah. And that goes back to what you were saying. The is riffs that, in that, soundtrack movies are never too never too powerful. Exactly. Yeah. They're there to elicit a mood that, and it's not meant to really overtake the other aspect of a film which is the visual aspect right where right. here war on drugs i think 
doing a very he definitely is a moody kind it of is. going for a moody yeah. experience and that's why uh this is, this is an album. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, this is, if I was to recommend this to someone and say, oh, what's one song I could listen? This isn't, it's kind of hard to even almost pull from this. I don't think there's any way you can. Yeah. I mean, I think there's, there's, there's really high points. Yeah. And there is stuff like uh, what you were hearing, Adam, I think, where it is uh, in listening, on listen 63 today. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, there, there, there are lulls. But mm-hmm. they they made sense to me. Part of that because and and like and, and I'm not ashamed about my '80s like love of of the '80s music and sensibilities for that. Yeah. But you know when you bring in um, on suffering like a nice uh, even keel sax solo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something we were talking about Damien Gerardo with. Did you guys? Did you yeah. guys? Okay, so there was that. No, but I know I know exactly what you're talking. You know about. what I'm yeah. talking about, like, and we yeah. were talking when we were talking yeah. about Damien Jada. He was, was dancing like, in he, the he dark, a well, yeah. a well placed saxophone. Yeah, but it even, just, it even know, sounded yeah. like the saxophone at the end of Dancing That's in the, the Dark. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, it wasn't it wasn't like that cheesy cheese bucket David Sanborn saxophone, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. But it wasn't like dirty ass I mean, John. It wasn't. The Weapon Two soundtrack was phenomenal. Yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't dirty sound. It wasn't dirty good saxophone. Yeah. But it wasn't like terrible David Sanborn. Sure. Like right in the middle, yeah, you know. Yeah. But uh, there was also that one song, yeah. This ocean in between the waves. Tell me that. Tell me you didn't think you were listening to Take on Me for a minute. Yeah, oh, no, okay. yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. referencing the stuff that like is if it, all this stuff becomes part. Of, I mean, you're a musician. Mm-hmm. We're both musicians. Like mm-hmm. all this stuff becomes part of your vocabulary. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, um, it's and, they're, and they're so, verbs and adjectives. So I'm sure it's not conscious. Mm-hmm. That'd be weird. Yeah, but. Yeah. No, he, I, I, I bet I'm, he didn't. He didn't sit down and said, "Man, I, I just got to do justice to take on me." Right yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although that would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> notes on the lyrics. He's like, "More take on yeah, me." Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I mean, so I mean, this is the this is the uh, vocabulary, the lexicon that he's pulling from, right? Um, and and I think it's working. Uh, let's, let's, let's hear a song, another song from this. Should we? What do you think? Should we hear like burning? Yeah, or, let's hear or burning. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, let, hold on. Or I, I to the wind. Which which one? Let's see. Uh, let, let's do the Matthew Modine uh, yeah, vision quest. Jam. Let's, should, do, since we've let, let's do so ocean much. in between the waves. You yeah. want to do ocean in between? Uh, yeah. The waves? Well, so yeah. All right. So and I want everyone to imagine Matthew Modine running yeah. down a dirt road. <laughs> <Yeah.
<laughs> That's a song about running. Yeah. yeah. And your family dying. I'm sorry. Yeah. Something. Sorry if I ruined that. You're looking that for, for a running song, though. No. Uh, if you're I, looking for I a had, song to work I, out to, we found the War on Drugs song. I, I had Burning or Eyes to the Wind peg, yeah. Yeah. but it turns out that was the song I think people need to hear yeah. that will pull them into this yes, album. They'll be yes. like, because everybody can relate to like training for a wrestling match yeah. to avenge your nah, dead like, family. My buddy's, yeah. my, buddy, my, buddy's, my buddy's wife runs a spinning class, man. Okay. She'll probably put that. Yeah. That's that true. Probably on. Yeah. 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 In yeah, a hot, again. sweaty spin room. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect for that, I think. So, but like, that's a great. There's a lot of good guitar work on here, though, too, which is interesting. And that's that's actually has a sense of a Dire Straits thing going on that we brought that up before. That sounds like Dire Straits. That, that just, has this song and there's quite a few others and it's not in the dire straight sense of like Knopfler was very tight you heard every note Knopfler yeah, played there was you know i think the the thing that kind of made me think about it was that i had a similar feeling that i've had when i've listened to dire straits albums in the sense of the interesting the inter- intricate things that he does with a guitar like like say like love over gold yeah where it's like yeah it's like nofler was interesting because it's like oh i wouldn't have expected that Mm. and that's and it's really intricate and unique and i think this album has a little bit of that as well where he does some it's not precise right it's very loose sure for most parts, but it's also like, wow, I don't really hear that a lot done with a guitar mm-hmm. on this type of music. That sort of guitar, that sort of uh, mm-hmm. stuff done with a guitar is is, is uh, kind of a rarity these days. It's exactly. Breed. Yeah, yeah. And, so. and, and, and let's get into another point that I wanted to uh, make about talking about this album is uh, let's talk about like the music genome. Mm-hmm. What makes up oh, like, okay, what yeah. you like? I mean, this is going to vary from person to person. Yeah, everybody has their own tastes. Um, yeah. There is an unknowable science, I think, to writing good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, when you're talking about Dire Straits, or you know, we're looking back at like, you know, I hear on Burning, Dancing in the Dark, Daria cracks oh, sure, up every sure. time she hears it because she's like, yeah. she's like, is Bruce gonna, is Bruce gonna sue? And you know, but there is something very. At least to, to my ears, instantly like classic about this. Oh yeah, and I and I don't think normally I would be like that. You are 
There's a difference between like aping something and trying to do something. Is it an homage or is it yeah. an influence or is it, or is it like I'm just gonna take this? Yeah, and I think right. I think I think he, yeah. he, he this very easily could slip into an homage, and people are like, but this feels like it's coming from like somebody's heart. Like this feels like it's yeah. just, it's it's meant just. Oh no! I don't. I don't. I don't get the. I don't get the idea that he thought. Oh, dude, I'm. I'm just totally gonna right. And that's what I'm saying. Dancing in the dark. But that's the only time right. that works. I think is when you when it's not that idea that I'm ripping off that. Yeah. It's not giving a fuck because you can you can like write a song, you can do something and be and then be like, this sounds too much like this other song. I have to and then be scared bit. of it. Instead of just being like, this is exactly what I meant. I think he was probably. Yeah, I, yeah. This, this guy doesn't strike me as as being like a cynical. No. He doesn't strike me as being the dudes from Oasis, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like the guys from Oasis, those albums might as well have just been called like fucking Let It Be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Abbey Road. It's funny. Yeah. I, there's a documentary on Netflix yeah. uh, about the story of Creation Records. Yeah, I saw that. that. That's fucking amazing. I saw that. And and the Liam bat Gallagher, with no Gallagher, Scottish guy. No Gallagher. Tell you it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, uh, That's what used to drive me crazy about Oasis. They'd be like, yeah, right, we're like the greatest band in the world, man. And right. We thought of this shit all ourselves, <laughs> even though it sounds exactly like yeah, the, yeah, you know, yeah. that Beatles song. Yeah, that yeah. What's Beatles the story song. Morning Glory, yeah. though? That, I mean, that, every song on that album's a hit. Yeah, yeah, and every song on that album is basically a Beatles song with like one or two changes. Agree, and that's why they're hits. Yeah. And those yeah. guys had the balls to just the right. balls right. to just to just be like, you know, yeah, what? We we just we just made that shit up ourselves. So is this album yeah. like like Oasis no, I, without I don't being a know. dick? This is not Oasis. He's not a dick. I think I think what I think this guy this guy is Oasis wasn't a dick. Yeah, this guy's not in that neighborhood. This guy is thinking, man, you know what would be. You know, I, it would be really cool if I put something that kind of sounded like the beginning of Take On Me by Aha in here uh-huh. and then threw a little dancing in the dark on top of that. You know, just and, – and not – I don't think there was any sort of like calculated anything in him taking it. I think he just wanted to do something that um, that he thought would work with the song. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's where or his I influence bed is. Yeah. I think know? it's just a byproduct of realizing that that's what you grew up on. It's what he grew up you on know? and what he does. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like it, he's writing the song to serve the song, no matter what happens. I'd love to see this guy's like. I'd love to see what's on this guy's iTunes. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I bet there's a lot of like Mike and the Mechanics. Yeah, like, yeah. like oh, no, but like Mike and the Mechanics. Like, like yeah, yeah, the outfielder. Like <laughs> yeah. Mike, like Mike and the Mechanics. The no, that's, like that's Kevin's bag. Like yeah. a Mike and the Mechanics, like B sides rarity album. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that like that like no one's ever heard of. I yeah, bet he's yeah, got yeah, that. I bet he's got yeah. a lot of Rutherford. Like, yeah, party into like yeah. uh, Paul. What's his name? Right, Mike. I bet yeah. he's got a lot of like. I bet he's got a lot of like the Alarm. Yeah, you know, and the Fix. and stuff like that. Like I bet he's got a lot of that stuff lying sure, around sure. and that's fine man you know that's that's a, that's those are perfectly um yeah. acceptable places to to go rooting mm-hmm. around in for for inspiration man I, yeah. you know yeah this is a great album though i think it's a whole album yeah i, I still think, have uh, a problem with i just i just I, I i'm not it's it's not offensive it sounds good no. yeah but to me again that this this it's sort of like all build up and no there's kind no of payoff. Kind of, there's okay. no chorus. Sure, sure. There, there aren't a lot of choruses or things to just sort you, of hang on to. You don't to. think like in reverse is a payoff? I'll, t- I'll tell you the one song that I really liked, oddly enough, was the one where he sort of slowed the tempo down. And that would be called uh, – let me find this puppy. Sorry, I got the trap. No, no worries. 
Yeah, there's be, uh, there's quite a few ballads on here though too. Suffering. Is, I thought suffering was awesome. Right, and that's yeah. what that, we we're talking about. That the, is a great. It's oddly enough. That's it, when with the sex solo at the end. Right. When he slowed down. When he slowed mm-hmm. down the tempo, I found I found myself like buying into what he was doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the thing is, is when the tempo. I, for some reason, for me, when the tempo was slow, um, I was able to like hook onto it and pay attention a little more than I could when it was just really kind of like. Fast eighth oh, notes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Fast eighth notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's no chorus, if there's no anything, it's just... And it just stays on that the whole time. Yeah, It just sticks it out For the entire time, it's harder for me to... I have to really, really, really pay attention to it. Okay. Rather than having some And I don't need music. And sometimes it's okay. I don't need music to be easy. Sure. You know? But like, but but he makes you work at it. And that's a hard thing to do on the first listen. Ah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I think is... Maybe why his last album was similar in the sense that it was a grower right. on people. Even myself, I remember listening to mm-hmm. his last album. First couple of times I listened to it, it was just kind of like, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it just kept drawing me back slowly, and like, and, it, and it's grown on me so much. Right. And I feel like, like when Andre saw them in Charlottesville, <laughs> he alternated between. <laughs> Where'd you see in Charlottesville? Uh, in Jefferson. Jefferson. Oh, okay. yeah. He yeah. alternated between like hugging me. He's like, we're. <laughs> and looking up, and then looking up, and pointing at Andrew Grandusio, going, "You're doing it!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. Oh my god! Um, I was, I think, was that the trip where I got called Rounder Craig Finn? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it, it was, was. It was. I yeah. just, again, I'm just saying, I find it amazing. These guys are from Philly. Yeah, because yeah. they seem so gentle for Philly. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Pretty much every every band I've gentle, ever heard yeah. of from Philly is just yeah. like non-ironic. Like fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Y'all ready to party? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like those guys, like fucking power chords and kicking ass, and you know, and these guys yeah. are just not that. They're they're no, they're, no, no. They're more of a wall of a sound kind of yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. And that's why I say they're coming here, and I definitely highly recommend seeing them live. Yeah, especially if you like that wall of sound kind of thing. Totally. Um, that's what they do, you know. If you yeah, again, I want to I want to emphasize. I, I hope it doesn't sound like I'm shitting on this record no, no, no because worries. it's a good one, man. It's, it's, it's good not, to get perspective yeah, on it, though. It's, you it's know, a, it's a good record. It's it's not, um, you know, it's it's it just it just feels like I had to work on it. Sure, and sure. Uh, and I, I wouldn't disagree. He's by a bill. He's yeah. a he's not a, he's not a verse chorus verse guy. No, that's obvious. No, no. If you're looking for that sort of then go elsewhere. Basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not what you're going to get. Then basically here. go elsewhere. Yeah. You know, and it's there's no rule that says you have to be a verse chorus verse guy. Mm-hmm. No, and uh, you know his his version of of what he's doing is fine. It's yeah. not. It's cool. It's just. It's just. I have to work at it. Yeah. 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 That's all. Yeah. You know. So but, so I guess I guess then uh, like where are you going to fall? What are you going to do? I'm going to stream it. You're going to stream it? I'll yeah. stream it. All right. There will be enough people to buy it. He doesn't need me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> enough people to buy it in this room. Exactly. Two out of three guys in this yeah. room, I think. I'll buy, buy you. It. How about I'll buy you a copy? <laughs> All right. And I'll buy myself a copy. Fair enough. And we'll, when we go see him live. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good enough. Are you, you going to do it? Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm I, definitely buying it. I, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to invite people over to my house to listen to it if you want. You're yeah. going to stand on a street corner with a sandwich board saying bye. No, I'm going to do it 80s style. I'm going to do a Q-Sex style. I'm going to stand on this corner with a beatbox playing <laughs> yeah, yeah. it. Just to anybody who will hear. Doing the robot. Um, I, uh, doing the robot uh, on a piece of cardboard. In a tracksuit. Yeah. I can't really hide. <laughs> the fact that, like, I, I mean, I this album excites me mm-hmm. in a way that, like, to see him come out of the the fog of the previous album, oh, the previous album, yeah. Um, and admittedly, this is because this is brand new, right? Like, I, I don't know 
at the end of the year, but like right now, yeah. Uh, for like my like end of the year list, like this is the one to beat, right? For me, yeah. across the board, yeah. Like, there's and there's no competition, like none mm-hmm. at the moment because yeah. it just like it touched every point. Like I mean, Andre will tell you, I am yeah. a huge eighties dude, and mm-hmm. just yeah, it touched every so, point that you were looking for. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm gonna buy it, and uh, in you should too. Yeah. And then, yeah. Well, I'll just I'll have I'll have Andre buy me a copy. Well, Sweet. I'm already buying you a copy. <laughs> so we all Straight now up. have copies. <laughs> yeah. We're good. But specifically, mark me down as streaming. All right. yeah, yeah. yeah. No. No. All right. So that I think is our uh, podcast for this week. Definitely. Uh, Adam, welcome to the Thanks podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate Definitely. it. Yeah, Andre, Glad you could come. Thanks for stopping by the basement. Always, uh, next week, always enjoy it. If Susie and Madeline have recovered, I think we're going to be doing a South by Southwest. Mm. Recap to see what happened. That's right. Jeez. Uh, there was, if you don't know, there was some. Uh, there was an accident down there. Yeah, yeah somebody was horrible. Uh, somebody Madeline was actually next door, crying out loud. So uh, that was horrible, and we hope everybody who was not killed is is, do, is doing okay. Yeah. Um, so, and hopefully, talk to them. Measures will be taken. To prevent that. Yeah, just remember, guys. There's no shortage of cabs, man. Yeah, there is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. cabs are not an endangered, especially species. in that situation. Like in, in mm-hmm. Austin, in a, in a festival, like the the week of a festival, take a fucking cab. Yeah, yeah. that's all you got to do. You'll be out twenty bucks. You can always get more money. Mm-hmm. You know, no shortage of cabs. Anyway, let's not end on a depressing note. Yeah. Go buy the War on Drugs yeah, album. Yeah, go buy the War on Drugs album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah. Yeah, go buy the War on Drugs album. Uh, yeah, so we will see you next week. Yeah, cool. And, uh, yeah. Good night. Good night.